Hello and welcome to another episode of General Nerd Sense, the podcast from Shieldwall Productions where we talk about anything and everything. Ooh, generally nerdy, hence the name. And on this episode, we have myself, John. And Jacob. Hey, no! We're doing another Xander tale. Awesome. I am so done. Oh, yeah? I, I, out of everything, I'm, I'm just done. Yeah? Basically... If, if you want, if you want just a little soundbite of this session in a nutshell, it's incompetence. That's a word. More so. It's a word. The word of the day is incompetence. Yes, and it hurts. So generally, incompetence can be painful. Yes, and cause painful things to happen. So we start off the session, and I have just saved, just saved our healer. Ah. You've kept him from dying. I don't know if that's necessarily saving. He's still in rough shape. Saving him would be putting him out of his misery. (laughs) (laughs) They do it to themselves. They do it. And so, you know, Gargoyles just flew away down the hallway. He's fucked off. He's fucked off. Xander just cut up his only bedroll as a medical kit for bandages. I'm not happy about that one. <laughs> you're gonna buy another one. I can, but, but you also wouldn't have had because you wouldn't have had to if the healer had answered answered truthfully when you asked, "Do you have everything?" Like seriously, why don't you bring your gear? After this, luckily everyone bought medical kits. <laughs> everyone. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So gargoyles fly down the hallway. Xander, who's the only one who bought a lantern. Points it down the hallway, you know, and sees a figure step out. Oh, good. It's a human. Well, asterisk. Asterisk, okay. So, and I point it down the hallway, and I see this black-robed figure with, uh, which which is our newest player to the party. (laughs) It's, uh, the character has horns and a tail. So a tiefling. I think so, actually, now that you mention it. <laughs> I was just I was just going with anime character number seven. It's a tiefling. <laughs> tiefling, tiefling, whatever. Yeah, this makes sense now. All of it makes sense. Now I'm calling it a tiefling, because otherwise I think Tiefel Tower. <laughs> I know it's not I know it's not what it is. It is now. It is now. To everyone who's listened, you're welcome. The Tiefel Tower. Wow. Only if it's a tall tiefling. Sorry, still tiefling. They have to be tall. I mean, you can call them the Tiefel Tower. You're welcome for that joke, future listeners. They are human-sized, so... But humans can be tall, Jacob. You've met Nathan. But when a Tiefel Tower is tall, he's like five feet instead of four feet. Okay. Does that make me taller than a Tiefel Tower? Marginally. Marginally. We're getting off topic here. Anyway, a Tiefling shows up. Tiefling shows up. Um, Xander calls out, Are you friend or foe? He'll be thrilled for either answer. <laughs> Pretty much. The, uh, the new character, who's, uh, Zarius. Again, another League of Legends character. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm starting to put all this together. I mentally repressed some of this. Pieces are falling into place. Responds with... Well, what do you want me to be? <laughs> Xander responds with, Either is fine. <laughs> this is true. This is a true statement. <laughs> well, 
the gargoyles come back immediately after this. And they've just flown down the hallway. Who's down the hallway? Typhal Tower. The Typhal Tower. <laughs> so they turn around, see another person to attack. One of them flies over. Well, so we, we roll initiative again. The uh, Typhal Tower takes a hit. That's my new favorite joke. Well, the Typhal Tower tries to hit. Misses. Gets hit back. It's like three hit points from Death's Door. <laughs> Shows up and is immediately almost dead. So, party goes into damage. Welcome to the hobby. Party goes into damage control round two. <laughs> People start booking it down the hallway towards the Typhal Tower. Which, they started booking it right before the Typhal Tower got hit. So the Typhal Tower just sees a gargoyle charge at him, and then everyone in the party just starts sprinting towards them. Like, oh, I fucked up. I should have said friend! <laughs> uh, so, party gets most of the way there. Um, Xander starts running full speed, too, because he doesn't know who this person is, but he knows the gargoyles fuck shit up. Right. And it will be noted that the gargoyle that hit the Typhal Tower... Typhal Tower crit failed with a one. Gargoyle crit succeeded. Oh. And also because they have two attacks, crit succeeded on one, hit with the other. So we nice. got like two. Yeah. And then the crit damage on top of it. Awesome. Yeah. And the Typhal Tower bent his rapier. <laughs> trying to attack the gargoyle uh, for the crit fail. The decision to use a rapier on solid stone was already a critical failure. Yeah. I told him. I told the player now he has a hooked sword. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it a hooked sword so much as just a fishing hook. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. So, it's Xander's turn. Everyone hasn't really done anything. I took my bonus action to, uh, to call out to the uh, gargoyle and, uh, you know, taunt him. Over here, this one, please. <laughs> I yelled out, Why are you sto so stone-faced? <clears throat> Nat 20. Gargoyle, who can't understand English, Understands when it's being mocked. Understood that in, in, some, in some celestial way that it was a pun. And <laughs> hated Xander for it. Gargoyle decides to fly over to Xander. I have instantly saved the uh, Tiefling, and it was just like... Call it what it is, the Typhal Tower. Typhal Tower. So, the rest of the party proceeds to get around the other gargoyle and start circle-beating it. <laughs> other gargoyle flies over to Xander. Um, Xander gets a... We, so, in a, a span of, like, ten minutes... We had 10 people roll quit, crit 20s. That, it was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. But it wasn't just us. It was the gargoyles, too. Right. So everyone around was just like... Doing really well. Doing super well. Everyone was coming in hot. Xander crit succeeds, but doesn't crit on damage because... Everyone gets one. I have a D8. <laughs> and I think I rolled a four, and then I got another two for my crit damage, because I get like half the amount of damage added. Yeah. So I did, like, six, uh, three damage to the gargoyle. Gargoyle bites a chunk out of Xander's shoulder. Nice. 
I still have a decent amount of health, though, because you're the wall. I'm the wall. DM asks, have any other actions he can do? And so the way I set up my character sheet, I have a bunch of other random actions to, to make, to lighten the mood a little bit. One of them is permit action. I can do what I want. Because <laughs> we have like one of the character sheets on the online resource we're using where you can just press it and it'll like do whatever you wrote. Yeah. The other one is the wall. When you can't go through and you can't knock it down, you know that you found the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I intermittently put those in there. Yes. Well, the first group of people start to actually kill the gargoyle because it finally, after two sessions of battle, started to get whittled down a bit. Take a while to run stone, Jacob. Yeah, Screek gets hit with a single, a single like attack, and then fucks off because Spot rat. Yeah, no hit points. What's fine? Yeah. <laughs> has has his uh, has his like robot just poke it, poke it, poke it, like. Let me run away. He's sitting there button mashing. <laughs> the uh, barbarian hits it with his axe again. And then uh, the goblin, who is the best out of the magic users right now, manages to behead the first one. Why is a magic user in melee? Because he's like a vampire spirit blood knife assassin thing. Edgy god, okay. Yeah. Actually, no. So the barbarian kills the first one. The other, the rest, the goblin and the rest of them start to come over to help Xander, who's holding his ground. And every time he gets hit and, you know, the gargoyle misses, except for like the two times it hit a 20. Because mm -hmm. I have a 19 AC. Right. You need a 20 to hit me. Yeah. So when you're getting hit, you're getting hit. Yeah. So every time the, uh, the gargoyle hits me and misses, I just knock him through another stone pillar because we're like underground. So there's these You're going to run out of stone pillars eventually. Yeah. Well, and you don't want to do that because stone pillars tend to be holding something up. I was less worried about that than the <laughs> gargoyle. Well, we'll put a pin in that one. <laughs> Which I, I was just like, you know what? I'm in an underground cavern. There's stone pillars, so I'm just going to fucking action movie this shit, and every time I get hit, <laughs> I'm just going to knock the antagonist through a stone pillar. There you go. So I knock him through a couple, and then I get him up to a ledge, and then start knocking him over, like, the ledge, so his, like, back crunches against it. Okay. So I'm, I'm using my knockback well. The Typhal Tower decides he's going to hide behind a pillar until this is all over. <laughs> Reasonable response. Perhaps if you had been paying attention to where that gargoyle tends to be getting knocked into. Which case I would hide anywhere but a pillar. So, Barbarian kills the, the gargoyle over there by beheading it. And then comes over to help us. At this point, the goblin had jumped on the gargoyle's back and actually managed to grapple it. Okay. So, so it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And then now, since the Barbarian came over... It's surrounded, so if it's surrounded and um, it's been grappled, it becomes restrained. Okay. Which means we get advantage on attacks and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So finally, the the goblin bites it. Okay. And manages to pass and then bites through its neck. Hoping to accomplish what? Drinking its blood, I think, to regain hit points. It's made of stone. That's what we thought. Apparently, they 
after the barbarian beheaded the first one, it has a fleshy interior. And the DM said it had purple blood. Okay. You know what else has purple blood? Mm, not off the top of my head. Brachiopods. Oysters. Ah. The DM was probably just saying this so the goblin couldn't drink it, but it makes all the sense in the world now. I mean, what is a gargoyle but a fancy oyster? <sighs> I guess. <laughs> I this is this is now canon for me. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's not how it works, but okay. It's canon. They they have soft, fleshy insides. So, while we're still fighting, Screek, who's done pretty much fuck all at this point, decides he to go. He some buttons. Decides to go over and talk to the new person they found. By intimidating him. <laughs> and by intimidating him, I mean. It's all rat. Oh, well, I guess it's a good point. People are pretty afraid of rats sometimes. So, Screek starts I'd going. I'd be fucking terrified if my local rat population started talking to me. So, Screek starts walking towards him. They start backing off because. For one, this person's gravely wounded. Secondly, like, it, he doesn't know this party, and he's watching the party beat two of the monsters that almost killed him. And one of them bit a, something made of solid stone. And Screech's well, so right? like, hello there. And the person's like, what do you want? And he's like, well, you know, I want some form of compensation. That wasn't a good thing either. So they started backing off. Screek has his robot flank him from the other side so they can't move and starting to corner him. Because cornering someone's a great idea. That's how you get them to respond with a calm, rational decision. Totally. More like biting you. <laughs> yeah. Of the things you want to do to a stranger, cornering them is not, not high on the list. Yeah. So, finally, with the help of Xander, the next gargoyle is brought down. And Xander, he's kind of just, like, bleeding out of his fucking shoulder, which had a chunk taken out of it, decides he needs to salvage the situation with a new friend before they create a new enemy. Yes. So he walks over, and Screek's still talking, and Xander's just like, Screek, shut up! <laughs> Enough out of you. Hello, how's it going? Person's like, pretty shit. Xander's like, well, why don't you come with us? Let's get you out of the sewers. Good first step. Good first step. And Zan uh, the person's like, what do you want from me? And Xander's like, well, how about I buy you dinner and we'll talk. Reasonable. And the person's like, well, what, what do you want for dinner? And he's like, well, you can give me some of your story. I like stories. So Xander has sufficiently made this person not feel like they're about to get killed. <laughs> and then once the person agrees to come with them to the inn, Xander goes over to, you know, collect the trophies. Barbarian collects his head he took. People start trying to, like, take history checks to figure out what the creatures are. Um, and by the way, I will notice, I, I will mention this as well, throughout the entire combat encounter, every time I hit, I made another rock pattern. Some of those were, uh, it looks like I've hit rock bottom when I failed an attack. <laughs> You've made your bedrock, now lie in it. Um, 
fuck there there were so many of um uh why are you so petrified stone beast <laughs> so when when xander first went up uh the person also asked which of you is the one with the terrible language and xander's like i'm the funniest guy i know because he the, is the person was like it's you thank you for saving my life <laughs> So, the gargoyle was sufficiently pissed off with all the puns. Yes. And I've decided from now on I'm just going to start making puns throughout every combat encounter. That'll work. <laughs> That'll do. That'll do. So, we uh, we start taking trophies. Xander decides something. What does gargoyle taste like? If it's like an oyster. Yep. So Xander decides to tie ropes around him and start dragging him out because he's going to husk the gargoyles. <laughs> I want to try some gargoyle. Okay. Also, sure. apparently gargoyles have gems and stuff in their digest digestive tract. Yes. Which only makes me believe they are more oyster-like. You know, I hadn't thought about it. See, like, everything about it just fits together so well that I'm sitting here, like... The thing is, this isn't just, like, a unique to your session thing. Like, thinking back to Skyrim's gargoyles, yeah, you find gems and stuff in them. I hadn't thought about it up until now, and now I'm a little angry about it. So, for every for every shield wall listener out there, gargoyles are oysters. Or in the oyster family. Oyster family. Oysters are oysters, Jacob. Gargoyles are gargoyles. They just happen to be related, apparently. Yeah, they're both brachiopods. Apparently. <laughs> so we, we get out of the sewer. We come out of the sewer. The guard's standing by and sees Xander dragging two gargoyle corpses behind him with rope. Because I, I wasn't going to pick him up. But I, when we were walking out as well, the goblin had tried to lift uh, the cat cat lady. But uh, it's a goblin. So he was struggling a little bit, even though he rolled nat 20. So Xander just walks by, picks up the cat lady, throws her over the shoulder, caveman style, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and continues to walk out. Healer. Yeah. So we walk out. Not proudly. Xander this is, this a little proudly. A, okay, this, but this is not a dignified procession. No. But I was dragging two gargoyle corpses behind me, so the soldier gives us a look of, what the fuck? Alrighty. <laughs> Looks like you didn't die. Well, most of you. Well, I mean, not dead yet. Not dead yet. I'm not dead. So we, we get t back to the bar. Barkeep gives us a look of, what the fuck? <laughs> I wish to cook these. And uh, Xander goes up to his room, stores the corpses in a cold, cool, dry place for tomorrow. <laughs> uh, walks by the cat lady's room, just throws her on the bed. And uh, then goes to sleep. He's had a long day. He's had a long day. So he goes to sleep, restores all of his hit points, because... Long rest. 2d12 plus 3 for each one, mm -hmm. for hit points restored each long rest. Yes. So not bad. We, Xander, you know, wakes up in the morning, comes down for breakfast. The rest of the party's there. Xander buys his new acquaintance, Zarius, breakfast. The Typhoon Tower. Typhoon Tower. And, uh, Zarius is, I mean, reasonably questionable. It's the wall of the tower! God damn it. <laughs> so, 
you know, Zarius, who at this point is a little suspicious of why are you helping me and buying me food? And Zender's like, you're, you're a nice guy. Join us. <laughs> you are a guy, right? And Xander, uh, Zarius is like, well, what, a, what about the horns and tail? Don't they make you uneasy? Xander looks, looks at the goblin vampire, looks at the greasy rat, looks at the nearly dead cat person, looks at the half-orc barbarian. You look nice. <laughs> He's got a point. And, and I literally said it like that. I, I look up every single member of the group. And, the, and then the bard, who's a bard, looks back. <laughs> you look like nice guy. The worst of them all, the bard. <laughs> so, okay, we'll get to this. No, <laughs> Okay. So, we all go about our daily tasks. Xander, you know, husks the gargoyles, finds some gems and sells them. Tries to sell some gargoyle husk as, uh, as, uh, fuck, what's, what's it called? Masonry? Um, um aphrodisiac. <laughs> okay. Why? Because it makes your rock hard. <sighs> Nobody bought it. Yeah, I'm not buying it either. <laughs> hey, I, I figured, you know, if you can ground up fucking rhino horns and stuff and sell it. Yep. <laughs> I can see the logic there. Horns make you horny. Stone makes you rock hard. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> we have an explicit tag for a reason. So, I also husk uh, the goblin's corpse as well to find gems. Didn't find anything for him. Only found gems in mine because I rolled, like, an 18 on my investigations. But, regardless, so, I go out and sell those gems. It gets me, like, another three gold. We collect the uh, the bounty. And we go in, and we have, like, the gargoyle heads. And the person's like, fuck, you actually did it. Yeah. Alrighty, here's the payment. And then we bumble our way through charisma checks, trying to, you know, get extra payment. And the person's like, I, you know, you, you, you get what you, we, we agreed on. And Xander's like, you had to give us a shot. Right. Which I think saved it because the guy was like, you know, in the city, it's kind of like Venice. So he was like, okay, you know, you, I, I get you had to try, at least try. Right. And then the barbarian's like, I'm not giving up my head. And he, Xander's like, well, he probably doesn't want the heads. And the guy was like, at least like one. <laughs> you know, we paid you to kill him. Xander's like, okay, here's the head. He's like, I do need one of those. I at least need to show my boss that we did kill him. Yes. And, you know, we head back and start doing our daily activities. Screek. And uh, Maven, the bard, decide to go out and, you know, discuss, because as a group we discussed at breakfast, possibly screwing over Patrician Mathis, the guy who screwed us over, yes. by uh, telling him there's a drug deal that Patrician Mathis is trying to, you know, get by the tariffs for. Okay. So Maven and Screek go. Screek fails everything. Naturally. Maven recovers it because we found out with all the bonuses... He has a plus 15 to charisma checks. There we go. We need a bard. Yeah. And then the bard was like, have I spent more than five minutes here? Yeah. He's charmed as well. <laughs> the DM was like, I remember why I didn't want bards in the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the person agrees because uh, we... I, I forget the patrician's name, but it was, uh, like, one of the rival patricians who's up for a re-election. Right. Because most recent patrician, like, retired. So he's like, you know what? We'll give you 50 platinum if you can pull this off. We're getting paid 300 gold. 50 platinum is 500 gold. That's a lot of money. It is. But the word of the day was incompetence, Jacob. So, we agree. In two days' time, we need to bring him proof. Like, a manifest, um, uh, like manifest or... We, we had, like, the captain's name and ship, but we are going to bring that to him in two days. Right. So we can, like, forge all this evidence. Because the bard was explaining, you know, be easier to go up for re-election and to kind of hit him back. You know, you got accused of burning down his house. He gets accused for tax evasion and hey. bringing drugs into the city. It's good enough for Capone. It's good enough for you. So we get back to the bar, and Screek is like, so, we need to get him the shipment in two days. And Xander's like, Screek, the shipment comes in in a week. We can't do this. Why did you agree upon this? And the bard's like, no, 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 it was actually, we just need to get him info. And Xander's like, it's good. Good job, Screek. Pats him on the head <laughs> for the 50 platinum right. that, that they're going to get. Right. Zarius throughout the day, as well as kind of following Xander around as he does his things. And the way the player worded it is, Zarius is imprinted on Xander. Hard not to. The tower is imprinted upon the wall. <laughs> and, you know, Xander is a nice guy. I'm, I'm glad this, this player this time around is actually, like, getting into the group. Because Screek almost made it so the person didn't want to be in the group. Yeah. But Xander's like, no, no, no. You are, you can join us. Right. Xander's the glue that holds it together. <laughs> All walls need mortar. So, as we go throughout the day, the the Typhal Tower has these, like, long, like, long scars that are on the arms. And, like, Xander's like, so, where'd you get the scars? Because Xander's a warrior. Right. And... Warriors like talking about scars. Yes. And the person's like, well, you know, like, it, it wasn't a good way to get them. And, like, you know, scars are kind of, you know, ugly or uh, or just, like, scars are just kind of, like, bad. And Xander's like, nonsense. And Xander, throughout the day, starts pointing to different scars and telling where he got them. And tell the Typhal Tower, you start to get the idea that Xander has been a mercenary for a very long time. Yes. There's a slightly different view on, on scars. Because yes. for Xander, a scar meant he survived. Right. Oh, yes, I have this scar. Hear his story about it. Yes. So, as we go throughout the day, um, you know, the rest of the party goes and does their normal things. I think the goblin goes into the sewers to try to regain more hit points through eating sewer rats or drinking their blood. Uh-huh. I, I don't even know. Right. Why would you go into the sewers? When there's a perfectly good homeless population. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Not wrong, but... Oof. So, the party, once we've finished up our, all our daily activities, everyone starts to buy first aid kits as well. <laughs> because... They realize the healer cannot be relied upon. Because a first aid kit in D&D &D 5th Ed, you don't need to roll to stabilize someone. 
Right. So, which, which is just to bring him at zero hit points. Yes. Which is a godsend, because anyone can use it. Right. So everyone's like, fuck the cleric. Because they can't do their job for shit. Yeah. They can kill really good, but they can't heal. Go figure. You had one and a half jobs, <laughs> and you failed the one job. <laughs> You're good at the half job, not so great at the one job. Also, apparently, we realized the cleric didn't get a chance to use any of his spells, so. This is a good point. Yeah, because the DM was like, you recover all your spells. I didn't use any spells. Right, he died before he got a chance. Oh, yeah. To... You're an Sorry, idiot. Almost died. So, at dinner that night, we start to discuss what we're going to do for the stealth mission. About halfway through this discussion, a hooded figure comes up. Stabs a knife into the table with a message. And walks off. Before anyone can go after him. Message for you, sir. Xander is like, oh, nice. Takes the knife and starts looking at it and leaves a message. <laughs> <laughs> right. Illiterate. Party starts reading the message. It's, um, you know, it's stop taking our jobs. We're, we're watching you. And it has, like, a little symbol drawn on it. So the barbarian goes up to Screek upstairs because immediately go thinks about Screek. Because barbarian failed a, a history check. Screek tells him, hey, isn't that the uh, mercenary guild that you have a falling out with? Barbarian's like, shut up. I'm going back downstairs. <laughs> Takes the message back. I knew that. <laughs> shut up. So goes back downstairs. Party gets into a bit of an argument. So a couple people in the party are under the assumption that we dislike the mercenar uh, mercenaries guild because they stabbed a knife into the table. Xander points out that they gave him a free knife. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, he damaged the table. It is not our table. Also true. They look at the table. There's a lot of knife marks on it. As if anyone's going to notice. They're like... They were trying to send a message. And they did. And they did. And I had to explain to the party, this is not an overly gruff way that mercenaries send messages to each other. This is the mercenary equivalent of, you've got mail. Yeah, like, and Xander got a free knife. <laughs> it's a better version of, you've got mail. Because you get a free knife. It's it's like, can you imagine if all, if all original AOL mails came with a free knife? It's like when someone gives you a business card, but it's, like, a metal business card that can be used as bottle opener. Or has, like, a little serrated saw on it. Or like, the locksmith's business card that's just a lockpick set. Yeah. The punch-out lockpick set. Like, that's just a, a the nice... shield wall business card that's just a razor blade. Xander would have been pissed if the person just gave, like, handed him a message, because for one, he can't read. <laughs> that's a grave insult. You know I can't read! I'll kill you! Two... This way, at least he gets something out of it. Right. Also, nobody argued with him for the knife, so Xander <laughs> just got a free dagger. I don't think the DM was just expecting Xander to be like, oh, neat, the dagger. Hey, free knife. It's, it's, a, it's a kind of inexpensive dagger, but it's a free dagger. Yeah. Xander puts it in his boot. There you go. So, the, the party decides that while Maven and Screek go out and... Well, Maven, Screek, and Zarius go out and start reconning the area to find the manifest at the shipyard. 
the rest of the group um the rest of the group are going to go over to the to the mercenaries guild cuz Xander's like we can at least ask him if they want to give us work yes so you know Xander uh so uh Maven Screek and Zarius go out and they they start like looking for uh like where a forger and stuff because they're they're going to look for a forger before they go and recon my bad mm-hmm. Xander and the rest of the group go to the mercenaries place Xander walks in. Barbarian walks in next to him. And the incompetence started. Oh, there we go. He's waiting for us to get to the word of the day. Barbarian walks in. What the fuck is this? The bustling bar, filled with mercenaries, goes quiet. Good. Xander walks away from the mercenary to go sit at the table. From the barbarian. Tries to recover it. Sorry about my friend. He's a little hot-tempered. You understand. Barbarian starts going off again. Person, like, sh- the cloaky figure we saw last night comes out. Still can't see him. Comes over to the barkeep, who Xander's trying to talk to. Tells the barkeep, we don't want you, we don't want you guys here. Get out of our city. You're trying to take our jobs. And Xander's like... I've been a mercenary for a long time. How could you not want a fellow mercenary working for you freelance? Yeah. It'd be fine with paying guild ties and stuff. Sure. Guild dues. And, uh, well, person's like, get the fuck out of the bar because the barbarian keeps talking. <laughs> so, um, the, the guild leader tells Xander, we are a well-established mercenary group. Thank you. We're good. So as Xander's leaving the bar, and I was told by the DM, because I rolled well enough on my history check, that they are a small mercenary guild that only operates kind of freelance out of the city. Mm. What They do the kind of work where it's like, if a merchant needs to walk through a forest, they'll send a guard with them. Right. So it's not like mercenary, like we hire you for war sort of thing. It's right. like... It's like... Security detail. Security so as Xander's walking the out, there's mall cops of mercenaries. So as Xander's walking out, he says, "Well established, more like small." The bar goes deathly silent. Good. Xander beckons for the rest of them to follow him. Everyone is like, "Damn, that is that is cold." Just straight up insulted their entire guild. You did. I did. That is, you did do that thing. It was required for the situation. If you say so. Xander, once the barbarian steps out, says, You you have a lot of brawn, but not a whole lot of brains. If you want to survive... Says the illiterate old man. If, if you want to survive, you have to use your brain, too. Not wrong. Barbarian's like, I could have fought them all in... Xander is like, you would have died. <laughs> Both statements are objectively true. He could have fought them all and died in the process. Yeah. So we go back to the bar. Xander is a little pissed at this. So they they contact the forging. Oh, like, because w- the bard has a criminal network in the city. So he has to wait a couple days. He has to wait a day for them to find a good forger. Yes. Because originally they wanted Xander to go with them as, like, muscle. 
and Xander, and, and I was just to the party, I was like, you know Xander can't read, right? Yeah, and you could find a good forger. You're going to send the illiterate guy who can't read and can't tell what is good forgery to find the forger. The word of the day is incompetence. So, we, we then decide that that night we're going to break into the manifest office. So, we're sending Maven, Screek, and Zarius. They have this tiny little, like, competition to who can steal the most <laughs> as, as a, like, a good way to show stealth. Xander, who can do the most petty theft? Go! Z hint, Zarius can't because out of, out of the rat, the, the shapeshifter... And, uh... Typhle Tower. And the Typhle Tower. The Typhle Tower with horns and a tail can't... Everyone's watching it, watching that person. Right. So, they go out. <laughs> I didn't even want to steal. They go out to the manifest office. They're sitting outside the gate. So, Screek does an investigations check. For a better way in to the shipyard. And the front door? Fails it. Okay, good. So he decides before, because the rest, like the other two people were just starting to describe like, okay, we can figure out a way to break in besides just going in the front gate. And, you know, then we go and recon the building, you know, whatever, because they just saw like the, the person who gave us the mission, um, Skitters, go out drunk. Okay, so we'll, we'll kind of recon the area. And Screek's like, I'm going to walk in through the front gate. Good. He rolls high enough on his, on his, you know, on his stealth check. Goes into the front gate. Goes up to the door. And knocks. And starts to lockpick it. Quietly knocking. So he opens it. Opens it. And the secretary he forgot to check for is in there. Good. The rest of the group is just looking like... Oh my god, he just ran in. Leroy <laughs> Jenkins! Everyone's like... Out of characters, like, what the fuck are you doing? We, we were... This is not how you do a heist. <laughs> no, it's not. So Screek, you know, tries to recover it by using sleep. DM says he can't use it. It's too many hit points, because sleep... I think he has a max of 15 hit points. He can put a creature with 15 or under hit points. He can put to sleep. DM wasn't giving him it. Right. Person's like, how the fuck did you get in? Who are you? Wait, I know you. That's the worst word. That's the worst line to hear. Because Screek was the only one who went in and talked to the secretary and the person. And then the DM kind of retconned. He's like, oh no, the secretary's the one who led you down to the opium den. And, I was like, no, you never said that. It was Skitters. I remember, because I took notes. And he's like, well, I'm retconning it. And I'm like, fuck you. Listen, Creek needs to be punished at this point. Punishes the entire group. Yeah, that's a good point. Which is why the DM's doing it instead of just Screek being punished. Right. Because people just left Screek out to dry. Yes. As he deserved. Yes. So, Screek makes up a story about how... Skitters, his the secretary's boss, went out and got drunk at the bar and then, you know, started some shit and he needs his secretary's help. And I you know, I was trying to advocate on behalf of Screek and be like, you know, he did walk out of here drunk. What happens when you go to the bar and get more drunk? 
you get into trouble. You get into trouble. And the GM just wasn't giving him anything. And then uh, secretary's like, right, totally, because he didn't fully pass, you know, the, the lie. So secretary walks out and starts heading to the bar, quote unquote. It also didn't help that Screek said the name of the bar we were at instead of just a, a nearby bar. So the time didn't work out because dude left like 15 minutes ago. It's a 10 minute walk to the bar sort of thing. Yeah. And then it would have been like 10 minutes for the party to get there and tell him. So Screek was a dumbass instead of saying a closer bar. Right. And uh, so once the person leaves, Screek starts ransacking the office. <laughs> rest of the party gets up there and is like, what the fuck? So Zarius goes and starts tailing uh, the secretary to figure out where the secretary is going. And they, they find a manifest log. Screek's like, awesome. We're getting the fuck out of here. They didn't even check the manifest log to look through it and see if the manifest was in that book. Right. They just left. And they tried to make the office look like it hadn't been touched. So Screek gets out of the shipyard and hides a book. The book somewhere. Oh, okay. Like. Could just bring it back. Could just bring it back. Because at this point, we're already fucked. Right. Might as well be damned for the hole. Yeah. And uh, that's where the session ended. Good. The word of the day is incompetence. Xander finds out about this. Xander is never letting Screek go on another important mission again. Smart. Yeah. Like, and we were trying to tell the player, it's after the session, because we're talking to him. And we're like, and he, and he was a little bit defensive, understandably. And we're like, okay. And he's like, you know, I was role playing my character. And I'm like, I will not fault you for that fact. As, as someone who's a GM slash DM, I 100% agree that was what Screek would do. That That is what his, his kind of... It's something that we as S.H.I.E.L.D. will have advocated. Do what your character would do and not what you would do. Indeed. I did say, however, you don't always have to immediately do what your character would do. Sometimes right. you can just... You can tweak it a little bit so it benefits the party. Yes. And you can kind of rationalize it as, like, Screek, you know, he's not the brightest, but he understands he probably shouldn't just run in there. Right. Chaotic Stupid is not in alignment. Exactly. So we, we finally convinced them, like, yes, granted, the other people didn't help you out right away. At the same time, they wouldn't have needed to help you out had you guys came up with a plan. Right. Also, like, the Barbarian's a new player, so I'll give him that, but... Holy shit, he's going to get us or himself killed. Yes. Because he can't just walk into a bar full of mercenaries and say, what and, the fuck is this? And basically throw down the gauntlet. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking shit, man. The word of the day is incompetence. It is. Not to mention the cleric who, like, finally came to. Because... At that point, Xander just was leaving him on their bed. If they if they survive, they survive. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. I mean, they were stabilized and stuff like that. I was just like... Right, they weren't actively dying. True. He needs time to rest. <laughs> they weren't actively dying. They also weren't actively living, but they weren't actively dying. And, you know, at least we hit level three by the end of the session. Which means at the start of next session, I get Mjolnir's shield. Nice. I am so excited for this. 
You're probably going to need it. I am. Plus the shenanigans I can pull. Because if it was, if if I got it the last session, I could have put my shield on the gargoyle and it wouldn't have been able to go anywhere. <laughs> yes. Because it has infinite weight and can't be lifted by anyone but Xander. Also, interesting use for that me mechanic, specifically, if you're at a door, you put your shield on one side of the door and yourself on the other. And then if someone's going through that door, you just hold out your hand for the shield and it comes and just brains them on the way past. Because it doesn't say it teleports. No. It, it, it flies it, it to my moves. hand. Yes. The, the rules say it flies to my hand as long as it's within 30 feet. Right. I'm so excited to just have, like, hold out my hand and have the shield burst through wall, 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 wall. Or like I said, you know, put it on the one side of the door and on the other, just, and then hold it out and just brain someone on the way for a quick, for a stealth kill. Yeah. Just toss it. What was that? Bang. And it's a big shield, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, my bell is small. Otherwise, I'd use a sound effect. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm also excited to just put it on a toilet seat. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's so many things I can do with this. Yes. If you have interesting ideas for what Jacob could do with Mjolnir Shield, head, over, head on over to our Facebook page, Productions at Facebook.com. Oh. Or head on over to our Twitter at the official SWP, whether or not you have ideas on how we can salvage these missions, or you just <laughs> want to shoot the shit and talk. I'm more than happy to do that as well. Indeed. And wherever you're listening to us, too, we're at iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever. Do not forget to subscribe if you're not subscribed already, and we shall catch you next time. Toodles!